All right, everybody, welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. And Jeremy, I'll tell you what, it was an exciting week. We finally had a championship and a championship we got to go to and actually got to experience in person. Uh, for me, it was the first sporting event I've seen probably since the basketball tournament. Um, so I don't know if you want to jump in with your thoughts, but I, I thought it was a great time. It was. It was. I'm, I'm glad that uh, we were able to get through the season and we were able to have a championship game. Uh, I feel, uh, you know, really happy for even when you're not in the championship game. I'm happy for the teams that they got to have somewhat of a season, although short, and that we were able to have a really good championship game. I mean, the points were flying uh, that uh, first there- half. Was and, there any uh, other choice for that? No, have no. 28 championship. Yeah, so. it, it was. It was a great game. Really happy for Coach New and the Cardinals. You know, they were a two touchdown underdog coming in, and they didn't care about that, or maybe they did care about that and used it as motivation. But uh, you know, they really showed uh, some. You know that that they belonged there, and uh, they came away with it, and it was really great. Like you said, to be back at a football game and put on a championship and be part of, although we didn't necessarily do everything the same way we normally do. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was just really cool to, to see that again and be part of it. So yeah, really happy. Uh, you know, I, I want to shout out not just the teams, but the doctors and trainers for this year. Cause without them, we don't even have any of this uh, at all this season. So a uh, huge shout out to them, huge shout out to everyone at Ford field. And uh, yeah, man, it was, it was cool. And I, I'm glad that we got to ride together up there and yeah, have some absolutely. good memories. Absolutely. And and honestly, like you said, thank, thank you to everyone. It, it takes a full, a full team to do this and not just, not just the people playing, but the people outside of the game at the hotels, doing testing at the field, getting things ready, getting things prepared. It takes a, a special group of people that are able to pull that off so seamlessly like we did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we really, between us, we, we really didn't have any problems, you know, getting through there, getting tested and, and things like that. Uh, maybe maybe a few small glitches there's always here some, there. But, there's always some bumps in the road, sure. Yeah, but... some bumps in the road, sure. But in, in this type of environment, I would say relatively false. <laughs> Which yeah, is good. it was it was quiet. It was good. It was um, I mean, I would have loved to see a crowd with that game, but we oh, all know absolutely. that there's bigger things going on in the world. It would just been to see Ball State fans react to that championship uh, would have been really cool with their first championship since 1996. So it's a really yeah. big deal. And, uh, you know, ha- again, hats off to Coach New, the whole the whole staff and, and the team for playing one heck of a game and call themselves champions um have a favorite do you have a favorite memory and moment from our weekend favorite, in Detroit? Favorite actual uh on the field moment or uh, whatever yeah i mean always this was actually my first year usually we have a, a bigger um group of people obviously going down with us i didn't get to have that this year so this was my first year actually getting to be on the field uh while uh the celebration was going on taking you know videos and things like that so I mean, that was my favorite experience of the sure. game. Getting just to see all those guys celebrating is something so special. I yeah. mean, it, it's really a an awesome culmination to the end of the season, seeing that celebration, seeing them holding up their signs, hugging each other of all the hard work they put in together is, is really is really special. So that was my favorite part. I don't know what yours was. Um man, 
you could say the pizza afterward. I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah. You know, I've been, I've done what, what you just described years and years and it, and it's cool that you got to experience that i've never set foot on the field and it's so it was really weird yeah. that this year i never even went down before the game during the i didn't go down to the field yep. and um i don't know there i i wouldn't say uh i don't know you didn't get experience i didn't see one coach i didn't see one <laughs> I know, athlete i, I love it was just like kind of that exhale when it was all over to me yep. that like we put on a championship it was really good it went smooth and um you know i think from the outsider's perspective or people watching on tv you notice a lot of the stuff i yeah. think we've all kind of grown accustomed i mean, we even watch nfl games i forget that there's no crowd i mean you just get wrapped into the game you know and and uh for me that's how it was and when we were all done it was like oh man we we got through and got through a championship game because back in what august i mean yeah, you exactly. never who knew that we would be able to get this done especially with postponing the season uh the first time so i think it was just that exhale of like wow we did it was it was a championship game that i've never experienced before in my my tenure at the mac and uh, i hope i don't have to experience it again like that but i think there's some cool things that we learned uh from a media side of things we can do in the future. Uh, and, and it was, uh, you know, it was a good learning experience. And uh, I, I do like going back to the room after that, we were able to, you know, just kind of chill out. And uh, I mean, truth be told, I fell asleep in a chair after all of it. So. You, did. you did. We were up till 2.30 doing some work. And you, yeah, well, yeah, I, you I, looked, know. I looked over, I asked Jeremy to send me some pictures from the game. And uh, I was doing a little work on the side and I hadn't heard from him for five minutes. And so I just said, hey, do you send those pictures over? And I got no answer. And I said, hey, Jeremy, did you send those pictures over? Still no answer. And then I finally had to yell at him to get me to get him to yeah. wake up. It was it was a good time. Yeah, fun, fun fact, Eric will tell you, uh, me on the road, uh, <laughs> a, a common occurrence is me just falling asleep with the laptop sitting Absolutely. on my lap. Or if, if we're sharing a room. <laughs> which we obviously didn't do this trip uh you know laying back just that laptop is on and then it just falls off to the side yep yeah <laughs> once you hear the laptop hit the ground you know it's lights out <laughs> but no it was it was a great trip yeah. um you know the it, it was really cool so I'm, I'm glad once again that we were able to get through it and and you know we have a special guest with us today uh, yep. defensive player of the game, Jimmy Daw, who had one heck of a game, uh, you know, a, a strip sack, a huge play in the game uh, that Christian Albright picked up the fumble and took it in for the touchdown. He had uh, three tackles for loss. He yep. had, I think, seven total tackles, I want to say, yep. mm -hmm. doing it off the top of my head. And then a blocked, yeah, blocked field goal. So, um yeah, all in all, defensive player of the game and, and well-deserved. And, uh, I mean, with that, let's get to Jimmy Daw. All right, everybody. Um, like we said, we have a special guest for you today. Uh, on today's show, we have defensive player of the game from the Rocket Mortgage Mac football championship and uh, now Mac champion, Jimmy Daw. Jimmy, uh, thank you for joining us today. And I guess my first question is, has it sunk in yet that you are Mac champs? Oh, man. Honestly, no. Um, 
you know, all the hard work that um, we've gone through, you know, since back in 2017, you know, the tough times that we've had and, you know, all the adversity that's happened, you know, throughout this, uh, this whole year so far. And um, it's really special. And, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're still, we're still definitely soaking it in. I mean, it can be such a, a, a rush after the game. I'm sure it's like a whirlwind of emotions. Do you have a specific moment that kind of stood out to you after you guys won? Um, really, for me, it was just right when that, that ball hit the ground at the very end on that long throw, you know, when um, I saw dudes running on the field and people taking their helmets off and hugging. And I was like, wow, this is we really did it. We really um, we really won the whole thing. And that was that was really cool to me. Yeah, and just talk a little, you, you talk about the adversity of this year and you guys, you know, not only won a championship, but I think uh, not as a, as impressive, but you got through all of your games, right? You played all the games that you had in front of you. You guys did it safe. Um, and, uh, you know, the, although fans weren't there in attendance, just what have you heard from people um, kind of throughout the year? Just talk about the support from, uh, the university and, and the Muncie community? Oh, yeah. Um, so we had a lot of support, you know, from our president and from our athletic director of, of um, you know, making sure that we were going to we were going to get all of our games in, but obviously doing it the right way and making sure everyone was safe and getting tested. And, um, you know, it's been really good. All the guys on our team, you know, have been really smart this whole time. And, you know, they bought into like, we're here to, you know, we're here to win the whole thing. And, and we're here to play football and obviously do school, but, you know, um, we weren't doing anything that, you know, that could jeopardize our season. But um, like you said, yeah, the, the support has been great, you know, from our community, you know, um, we were able to have fans at our games, you know, they may not have been fans, but I mean, they were, they were family and, and friends and, and um, you know, it's, it's, it still seemed like a, like a real home game. So that was good. Sure. And how weird is it? And you've done it all season long, but you're in an NFL venue at the end of this and there's no one in there. Uh, I know there was kind of like some crowd noise. It was driving Eric over here nuts. Yeah. He, he was looking at me like we were sitting up there in the press <laughs> box. It was, it was odd. I mean, we haven't oh. been to a game all year either. So yeah. I haven't been public. to a venue, uh, especially that size. I mean, hey, I know you're a Cleveland guy. I don't know if you're a Browns fan. We'll get into that yeah. a little bit, but we've kind of been in empty stadiums. Uh, Eric and I both being from Cleveland, you know, in, in NFL stadiums over the years with the Browns not doing so hot, but how was that just being like in an NFL venue? So such a, a bigger venue than what you were used to all year with none of the fans. Do you even notice that? Uh, yeah, I, I think I definitely did. Um, you know, when we first go out for pregame, um, it's a little bit, you know, obviously earlier in the game and there's usually not that many fans in you kind of look around you're like wow there's there's nobody here right now but you know there will be like I remember back from that IU game we played last year and there was, wasn't that many people there but then you know it got packed as as we ran out of the tunnel to run to the field but this time I was like wow this is really going to be it this there's going to be nobody here and you know I remember um, right after the game seeing a video on uh, Twitter of uh, at the very end of the game when when we were running on the field and the ball was up and somebody yelled and like you could hear like that that was it like there was nobody screaming in the fans you could hear everyone clear as day and you know it's it was definitely weird definitely weird no I remember I remember I was talking to Jeremy like you said I, I had never heard so much noise like three hours before the game 
and it was just throwing me off. It was the same people talking or the same noise they were pumping in the stadium for like three hours before a oh game. Oh gosh, yeah. It, was, it, it had me going crazy. But uh, I mean, you guys just talk about, I mean, the season overall that you guys had. I mean, obviously you came up short to Miami in the first game, but then literally a near perfect season um, going through that. What's that kind of been like and how are you able to ride this momentum for so long? Uh, yeah, so like you said, that Miami game was tough. You know, um, we battled that whole game and ended up, had it up, um, ended up with a you know tough play at the end. Um, but we knew that we knew what we had, and we knew that our team was special. You know, and we were going to continue to work because we knew that all we had to do was win the next five in the West, and we were going to be in it. So, um, you know, we came to work every single day, and and we um, we knew that we could beat anyone that we played, and um, it, it showed. You know, so that was good. You talk about the season. We got to get your take. Um, what the last play against Western Michigan? What the heck? What was that like being? I mean, you were out there, right? You were out yep. there. Um, what was that like? I mean, oh from your what do you see when people are running out on the field? And, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> just take us from your vantage point. Like, what's going on in your head? Because we were watching the office and we we're like, uh. You know, we did. I, we saw a couple of forward laterals in there, but you know, until the whistle blows, you you don't know what's going on, yeah, well, especially when you're game, watching. And the, and the game cut out, right, Jeremy? So like, and then the game cut out. out. <laughs> yeah. So take us through that. Um. So yeah, I was on the field, like you said, and um, it was so bizarre. You know, it was just like a normal play that you see um at the end of some games. You know, when it's just the the lateral and you're running back and forth. You just got to get the guy on the ground, and um. At the very end, they threw the ball back to one of their kids, and he he bobbled it or something. The ball came down. I saw it, and I ran after it. You know, I dove on it, and I thought I had it for a second. And then a big lineman came and hit me, and the ball squeaked out. And I'm laying there on the ground thinking, oh, man, somebody's going to pick it up. We're just going to have to keep going. But then I look to my right, and I see our entire team on the field. And I look to the left, and I see their team on the field. And their coaches are telling guys to run, and then – I'm still laying there and I, the, the kids running down the field on the left side and the, he runs right in the, the referee puts a single up for a touchdown. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. There's got to be something here that, you know, happened. And, um, you know, luckily that they threw a forward pass before, before all the mayhem happened. And, um, but man, that was, I mean, something I'll remember for the rest of my life. That was crazy. It's some action. That's yeah, Max sure for is. sure, man. In, in a nutshell, we, the coverage of the play, it was everywhere, everywhere you looked. And, uh, yeah, to, to, um, uh, you know, luckily for you guys, it came out okay. Uh, and you were able to be the West division champions, but I couldn't imagine what's running through. I, I didn't, I don't know if they ever came out with how many laterals there actually were on that play, but yeah. I, I lost track two. at least 10. Two, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, I actually want to talk about a play that did count, Jeremy. I mean, the the strip sack that you had in the championship game. I mean, I think everyone was talking about it after the game. There's against a Buffalo offensive line that hadn't allowed a sack really. I, I think in what ten games, Jeremy. I don't I don't know the well, stat. Well, all this year, yeah. 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 Um, so just, I mean, just talk about you know you had three tackles for loss in that game. How are you able to just get into that backfield and, and disrupt the play like that? Um, you know, I was just, um, I, you know, I was called for a blitz that play off the edge and um, I got a good start or I got a good uh, jump off the snap. And, um, you know, I saw that, you know, the tackle kind of gave me his hands and I worked a pass rush, got around him. 
And I didn't, I didn't expect the quarterback to still be in the pocket because, you know, he'd been getting the ball out pretty quick to, you know, hitches and curls pretty much throughout the game. And he was still in the pocket, you know, he put his arm up to throw it. I, I hit it out and luckily it, it bounced right in the right spot at the right time to Christian Albright who ended up running it in. And let's not forget, you also blocked a kick in that game. I mean, you were all over the place and uh defensive player of the game, much, uh, you know, well, well-deserved out of you and you played an excellent game. Um, I do want to get into, because before we always have people on, we kind of take a look at your Twitter account and everything. I got to ask, how much was the spread of the game and fact that you were looked at as an underdog? How much did maybe that play into your head or maybe just the overall, you know, team overall or defense overall? Yeah, so um, Coach New was kind of talking about that whole, that, that um, spread kind of the whole game and, um, he was talking, you know, we were a 14 point underdog and nobody's respecting us for this game. And they think ball, ball or either think Buffalo is just gonna, gonna roll us over, you know. But, um, and then he talked about um, that Super Bowl and Tom Brady came in and he was a 14 point underdog as well. And that he, they ended up winning that as well. But, um, but yeah, we were, we kept that into, uh, into our heads, you know, the, the whole week. And we knew that if we could stop their, um, their run game and we can get them to be a one-dimensional team that we're going to be okay. And I think that's exactly what we did. What was the tweet that you put Vegas biggest nightmare? Yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Did you uh, get your bar school t-shirts? That's the real question. No, we have not got those yet. I hope they come in soon. <laughs> yes. It was, uh, maybe, we, uh, maybe they'll ship them to Arizona for you. You'll have yeah. them waiting. Yeah. Sure and and that's kind of one of my next questions is, uh, you know, we found out yesterday, Heading out west for New Year's Eve. Um, Going to be playing in the Arizona Bowl against the Mountain West champion, uh, San Jose. I, I don't know if you know much about their team, but and you don't have to really talk about them. Uh, you know, to, to make a bowl game uh, after this and to be able to finally kind of travel somewhere outside of the MAC footprint and play a non-conference game, uh, what's that mean to you and the guys? Oh, you know, it means everything. Um, you know, nobody on this on our team – currently right now has ever been to a bowl game it's going to be a new experience for everybody but you know we're really excited you know we've been playing you know the same venues you know throughout northeast um side of the world and um side of the country and um it's gonna be cool to you know get over to the uh, west coast and play in arizona you know soak in soak in everything before the game starts and you know um have a little fun but but we're there to win we want to get that first win for you know for our for our school program yeah, and I mean, I know uh, you'll hopefully you'll be soaking in some sun over there in Arizona as well while you're there. I know I know Jeremy's been to a few bowl games in his history throughout the MAC, but um, I have yet to be to one. Hopefully soon. But um, we'll Jeremy, see. I mean, yeah, t- yeah. T- I mean, touch on some of those experiences what you remember from your. Bowl oh, I mean, you, it's 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 um, you know, it's something you guys are never gonna forget. It's the way they they take care of you. Um, uh, you know the the from from the moment you get there you just it's it's really cool it's just uh the bowl game really loves the teams that they have uh there and um and it shows and they usually have stuff planned and uh you know you guys will get to I, i'm really pumped that it's a champion versus a champion yeah. uh i think that that's really cool um especially you know another group of five school and and just i, I think it's i think you guys drew a really cool and and unique matchup and location i mean there's definitely worse places to be in uh on december 31st (laughs) other than arizona Um, 
And and I don't know, Eric, I, I did a little looking up on Jimmy before. Did you know that this guy was such a stud in high school, but not at linebacker? I did not. Yeah. Running back mm. at Medina High School. And you had absurd 62 touchdowns? Sir, yep. I wow. Mean, it's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. So, yeah. I mean, I, I know the kind of story's been out there, but – Talk about that change, and were you recruited to come to Ball State as a running back, or did you make that change? Uh, you know, t- take us through that. No, so um, so since my recruiting started um, back in my sophomore year of high school, um, I was always recruited as a uh, linebacker pretty much everywhere. Um, you know, at first it was a kind of a shock to me because, you know, I thought, you know, I played running back my whole life, and, you know, I was thinking, why wouldn't I be recruited as a, you know, as a running back? But um, you know, they look for those certain guys, you know, at running back and, and they looked at, looked at me and they looked at my build and they thought, you know, we could turn this kid into a linebacker. But, um, but yeah, you know, the first year, year two was obviously a big transition for me. I had to completely learn a whole new side of the ball that I hadn't, I hadn't really played, you know, until like peewee ball. Um, you know, I had to learn all the new techniques and, you know, defensive philosophies of, you know, learning defenses and coverages and how to tackle and, all that stuff. But, you know, I got the hang of it. Um, I thought so. I thought pretty quick and, um, and, you know, it's, it's turned kind of just to do pretty much be natural for me, you know, just like how I was, you know, playing running back in high school. Is there anything that as a running back that you were able, maybe that helps you at the, the position, like once you switched over, just being on the other side of the ball, like kind of the way you think, or maybe the way you see things? Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, I thought, you know, in high school when I was a running back, I had a pretty, you know, um, smart mind, you know, I, I felt like I could, you know, see holes and, and see where, you know, I needed to get the go, you know, to score and stuff. And, you know, it's kind of the same thing on defense. Um, you know, I played a little bit of inside in it and outside as well, you know, and, um, you know, you see pulling guards, you got to get over the top, you know, fill a hole, fill a gap. And I, I feel, you know, that's kind of similar. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's got its, um, similarities and and Jeremy I mean I didn't really I don't really have a question I guess in in this comment but uh, I don't know if you know that I went to Lakewood High School and back back when I was there we used to be in the same conference as Medina for football and they would kick the crap out of us every year and so I think that's eventually why we had to move to a smaller conference is because we got beat up by the dinosaurs. And, and now a bunch of other teams kick your yes, butt every yes. year. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, this, this will be bad if it comes out. I don't know if we've won six games in like 12 years. So I don't really, I really don't know. We played, we played Lakewood uh, week one, my senior year at their uh, place. So did you remember the score? I'm afraid. Uh, I was, I, it was I'm bad. pretty sure it was pretty lopsided. Yeah. <laughs> what division is, is Medina division one? It's division one. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy scored uh, 50 of his 62 touchdowns. <laughs> so the, the other thing I just want to bring up, I mean, I, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, are you uh, coming from Northeast Ohio? Are you a Browns fan? Absolutely. Okay. Always been. That's yep. good. You grew, born and raised all, all, yes, all Cleveland yep. sports teams. That's oh, great. yeah. It's good to know. What do, what do you think of uh, what do you think about the, our Brownies this year? Oh my God. They are extremely fun to watch. Um, you know, luckily these last three last three weeks we got a lot of help from the Steelers. You know, to keep our division uh, division win um, in the running. You know, but uh, hopefully we can get a little bit more losses from them and uh, a few more wins for us so we can lock that up. But yeah, we, we look good. 
I, I do have a follow. I mean, one yeah. that you can share, of course, this is a Mac sponsored podcast, but do you have a favorite Browns game memory going down to the game? Mm. You have a story that ever sticks out or even one, maybe one of your first games or anything. Um, I'd say my favorite one I'd say would probably be, I went to a game last year against the Ravens and that was, you know, when Lamar Jackson was going crazy and, um, I, you know, I really wanted to go like, I wanted to see what he was all about in person. That was, I mean, he lit us up and he looked really good. And that was, that was fun to watch, but, but yeah, that was good. Do you have a, I, I know, I mean, growing up in Cleveland, you have to have a, a bunch of favorite Browns players of all time. Do you have people you kind of look up to or, or people you kind of took stuff for your game when you're growing up? Um, a little bit. I was, I didn't really look at the Brown league players that much. Um, I was kind of just like all over the place when I was younger, you know, watching other running backs, you know, like Adrian Peterson or, um, you know, like LaShawn McCoy back in the day, the, those guys were pretty cool to, cool to watch, but you know, not specifically for the Browns now. Yeah. He wanted to learn something. Yeah. Even when I was growing up, I definitely had like those guys from random teams that you're like, Oh man, this guy's awesome. You know what I mean? Like for me, like it was when I was growing up, it was like Marshall Falk. Like, that guy was awesome. I always loved watching him play. I don't know, Jeremy, do you have do you have one of those guys? Well, I'm older than you guys, but there's no doubt that when I was growing up, it was Bo Jackson. I mean, yeah. guy's a beast. <laughs> he did it all. Who who give us a name of your most uh like your favorite obscure Browns player? Like someone that may not be, you know, top of mind, like the the answer that everyone gives, but have you had a, a guy that you always were like, I, I was a huge fan of that guy? Hmm. Honestly, I would say right now, Baker Mayfield right now. <laughs> um, he's freaking awesome. Um, I just like the swagger that he has and, you know, the the mentality, like his, his game mentality of, like, you know, how hardworking it is and, the, you know, how, how uh, you know, how body in he is to the, to the team and the organization. Do, do you have a name of anyone, Eric? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, our only Madden cover player ever, and that's Peyton Hillis. Yeah, you've been Peyton Hillis guy. Hillis. Yeah, I, got, I, I was a big uh, – again, I'm older than you guys, but Hanford Dixon – was guy that Aren't you, uh, didn't you still have didn't you have i had it's a long story i had that's the jersey <laughs> i used to wear hanford dixon i was in the muni lot and some guy came up with this peyton hillis jersey and he's like hey i want that hanford dixon i'll give you this brand new you know in the muni lot you're probably not thinking straight so i'm like <laughs> oh sweet peyton hillis and then he that was it he played like four more games and i never saw peyton hillis again there went my jersey so don't don't make those deals <laughs> don't make those muni lot deals <laughs> never make a muni lot uh, deal that's a rule of life yeah <laughs> uh jimmy i, I did want to just bring up getting back to ball state getting back to the championship game uh a, a couple questions here but to see a an alum like coach new and now he you know to to win that title as a coach um what did you see from him in the locker room you know post game give us just take us inside there and what it means. Like when you have a coach that that's an alum, I mean, that's a really cool thing to, to me. Um, yeah. You know, coach knew he's been unbelievable, you know, throughout the time that I've been here, you know, um, all the dudes, you know, believe in him and he's, he's been our ultimate leader. And um, it was really cool, you know, to see all the hard work, you know, through the tough times that we've had and 
all the you know the times that you know things were uncertain maybe for for people in our program and um for him to you know say to stick with them and you know good things are coming and then to see it in the locker room you know him dancing and having a good time you know saw that video with them and uh, the speaker over his head dancing that was just a surreal moment you know all that hard work paying off uh, that was going to be my follow-up yeah. and Eric, sorry if you're going to take, but no, no, you're good. Yeah. You, asked you, you might, this might be a different question than what you have, but uh, about the celebration in the locker room, who does, we'll take coach new out of it for a second here, but who, who had the best dance moves in that locker room? Who, uh, who's the guy that always kind of in your locker room is maybe the center of attention when it comes to those celebrations. I mean, honestly, it's coach new. Um, you know, when we, <laughs> when we, you know, after a game, we get in the locker room, He's kind of the last one in, you know, he has his, you know, um, conference, uh, you know, stuff after the game. And he's talking to people on the, on the, uh, on the game or on the field before he walks in and we kind of huddle around, you know, make a little like uh, circle with a little like opening for him to walk through and he opens the door and we just all go crazy. You know, then the music's not even started at the time, but when he walks in, we start it. And then, you know, he starts it off and he's, he's a, he's crazy. He's awesome. No, that's hilarious. But my, my question was actually, uh, you know, obviously we're in a in a tough spot you know, with the pandemic and everything. You can't necessarily celebrate how I'm sure you guys wanted to. Uh, is there a thing that stood out for you guys after you won um, that you just wanted to do or, or you got to do that, that kind of stood out? Um, I mean, honestly, we didn't really do that much after the game. We were kind of, um, I mean, we got home at I think we got home at like six and oh, you guys drove. I didn't know. Yeah, we drove. Oh, and wow. We didn't leave until about one. We got home at about six and yeah, there, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of celebration. <laughs> yeah, after. I was going to say, you the can't, day after, you know, when we got back to the facility we had a, we had a pretty good time. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. I didn't realize that you guys didn't come back I to know, the hotel yeah. after the game. That's a long oh, yeah. night, but probably a fun bus ride. If you're going to yeah. have a bus ride, uh, you know, might as well be champions for yeah, sure. Absolutely. The, the coach knew I, uh, until I guess I should have known, but I've watched that video a bunch. I didn't even put two and two together that that was him until right now with the speaker over his head. <laughs> I just learned something. I've watched it a million times, but I was just like, Oh, celebration. And that's good. He blends in with the crowd. And, and you know, it's funny to me because I just feel like coach knew, um, to the media and to what he does, um, seems like such a low key, guy for the you know laid back kind of guy um when you talk to him or when you see him like you mentioned like press conferences or on any of our conference stuff so to to hear that from you that he's like kind of that guy that gets it going is is awesome to me and i that's why we love doing these is like that's something new i found out (laughs) that's really that's really cool is there anything else like that you could share with us about coach new um, outside of that celebration, just maybe what he does to, to get you guys revved up? Um, you know, he's like you said, he's a, he's a real laid back guy that, you know, he's a, he's, he's all business, you know, he wants to, he wants to, he wants to win, you know, and he's going to do whatever it takes. And, um, you know, he puts the right guys in the right spots and, um, he's had the, he's had a great plan, you know, this, these five years that he's been here, five, six years that he's been here. And, um, he's really, um, He's really been great for this program. That's awesome. Well, Eric, do you have anything else? No, I was I was going to ask. I remember um, Brandon was telling us a story, and I was trying to remember what it was. 
about Coach New, but I, I don't think I can remember it. About okay. him like getting chewed out at practice or something. I don't remember. Oh, about Brandon getting chewed out in practice? Yeah. 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 I was like I was trying to remember it to see if like maybe maybe Jimmy had any funny stories about getting chewed out at practice. Yeah. Do you have any good coaching stories from between you and um, Coach New? Between me and Coach New? Yeah. Uh me and Coach New, no. I've luckily not had to be on the on the bad side of that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there has been a few times, you know, where he comes and gets out of his shell and you know, he he um you know, it's it's just all passion, you know. He's he's got a love for the game, you know, when when he needs to when he needs to yell at somebody, it's it's all out of love, you know. They're going to they're going to hug it out after the practice, but yeah, he's he's awesome. Well, I guess my last thing um, just before we go is um, have you have you been to Arizona before? Have you been to the West Coast? I've not even been anywhere close no. to the West Coast. Outside nice. of the game and everything with the Arizona Bowl coming up, what what are you looking forward to the most? Uh, you know, I think we're just going to – I think I'm going to look forward most to, you know, having a good time with the guys to finish off, a, you know, a great season that we've had. But then, you know, I, I'm also excited to, you know, strap it up for one last time for this for the year and, you know, and uh, play a great team over in the Western Conference or Mountain West Conference. And, um, you know, I look forward to helping the team win the first uh, bowl game in our in our program. Hey, before we go, Ray, you got to trust me on this. You have to try the rattlesnake if you get a chance. Fried rattlesnake is delicious. I'll give it a shot. One time I went to Arizona, I had fried rattlesnake. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made. In Arizona. The game's yep. in Tucson. It's, in uh, it's um, New Year's Eve, and uh, we, we can't wait to see you guys out there. Truly a, a remarkable season. Glad that you guys had the opportunity to – play a season to win a championship and now go to a bowl game. It's really cool with, with everything going on. It's, it's great to see. So we, we want to thank you once again for joining us and uh, best of luck in about a week and a half. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, Jimmy Daw, uh, very special guest that I like that guy. Good guy. Yeah, yeah. It's always nice to have a, a you know, West Side Cleveland guy. It, it makes it easier for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. By you. Just easier to, you know, build that relationship. It feels the same. Sorry what he did to your, to yeah, your Lakewood. Our, what are they? The Rangers? Yeah. It's yeah, all right. Wow. teams have done that to him. So it's not anything special. Seems like it wasn't that big of a, a thought. Maybe he no. doesn't even remember <laughs> being out there against them. But no, no, it was really cool to hear from him about the locker room. I still can't believe that. Did you know Coach New Honestly, that speaker? No, no. I thought it was also like just somebody. I, yeah, yeah, student. I, I didn't know who was. I couldn't because he had the mask on, so it's tough. Yep, yep. But yep. Uh, t- now I'm gonna watch that video and really <laughs> like you know give it some give it a hard look to see Coach New doing that spin with the speaker. It's incredible now. And, uh, yeah, and I also think I know we touched a little bit on the intro, like you know what our favorite things about championships are. That's also like one of the best things is to see you get all wrapped up in these coaches having such like a, a hard face and exterior. And it's not always like that, you know, sometimes you got to let loose, have a little fun, especially when you accomplish something that great. So yeah, yeah. that's definitely a, a fun thing. No doubt. And, and like I said, coach knew you see him on media interviews and stuff. I mean, he is a laid back guy, kind of guy. So that's why I, I'm, I'm really glad that we found that out. I'm going to watch yeah. it on repeat, repeat now, see coach new breaking it down in the locker room. Um, 
well, we got in a couple days, two days uh, from today. We got uh, we got the big one. We got Christmas yeah. coming up. Uh, got got any big plans? You laying low? COVID Christmas? Yeah, laying laying low, definitely. Uh, yeah, just going over to see my immediate family, which is gonna be gonna be super nice. I think honestly, I'm gonna be honest here, and it might be a very unpopular opinion. For me, Christmas Eve is a lot more fun than the actual Christmas day interesting and then mm. I mean, we usually like go out to eat at the special like restaurant and, and things like that which is a lot of fun we usually have a few drinks and have a good time with like their our immediate family and stuff so i always sure. look forward to doing that so usually frequency is a lot more fun for me yeah um anything you're asking for this year me well first let me touch on another thing oh, i've sure. never been i mean i christmas eve uh growing up was sometimes a bit more spe I don't know. Yeah. You know, you go to I don't know if you usually like go to a service the night before on Christmas yeah, Eve. Absolutely. Growing up I did. It was one of those midnight ones. Yeah, uh no, that we can't is... go this year, but right. Um so that stood out to me. But I yeah, Christmas Day. Man, I can't I can't I can't ride with you on the Christmas Day. No, listen, Eve I train. don't blame you. It's, it's it's all about family traditions though, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean it is. It's it's family traditions and we do certain stuff on Christmas that you're like we play a lot of different games, we do a lot yep. of things, and now my little kids are starting to get involved in those at, at a small level. So to see them like now learning our traditions, it's it's bigger and to see them open up stuff because we don't really do anything christmas eve especially not this year and we we're bouncing around uh because everyone wants to see our kids so we're bouncing around different families and uh so it's it's a lot more driving on christmas eve <laughs> for me uh, or so it feels like uh, yeah. and and then you know you the age old now that i have kids the the wrapping of the gifts at like oh, 1 a.m I'll tell you what, you that know. is my least favorite thing about Christmas. Yeah, it's I've tough. Gone specifically to gift bags this year. I'm a, I'm a big, yeah, big bag guy. Yeah. You, you get yeah. the bag, you get the paper. My wife get tells me I do the paper all wrong. She tells me even I do that wrong. <laughs> I can't even do that right. Can't even put paper in a bag and put the gift in. Bag what? I said work on your bag stuff. I know I'm gonna have well my wrapping stink. I get told every year that my wrapping stinks. Now I get told that I keep <laughs> stuff in a bag. You know, that's that's married life for you. So yeah. <laughs> around the holiday. Um what what did you ask? My favorite or what I look or what was on the list? Yeah, what's on what's on the list? We'll we'll wrap we want to keep this a little, a little shorter. We could go on all day about our favorite yeah, Christmas um, movies, favorite Christmas traditions, but I'd love a vaccine, but <laughs> really, um <laughs> no, um I, I asked for a lot of golf things. So I even for, for Christmas this year, if I get golf things, I can't use them for like five months, which is fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a, there's a club um, kind of close to me that does a kind of of a summer membership where you can get out nice. a yeah. bunch and to have like a membership, although it's, it's like a loose membership, but to have that where you can kind of go out and play anytime um, is kind of what I'm looking for, I guess, if you were saying nice. anything, but um uh, been we've talked about a lot on this and big really big into golf and got really a lot more into it even uh i think this past summer with it was one of those one things i could do and get mm -hmm. out and be outside and kind of covid friendly activity and so um yeah i, I just I can't get enough of golf and and that's on it there's some other things but how what about bad, you how well how bad do you think tiger woods son would beat you 
you crush, you crush me, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just to throw it out. What there. a swing! Um, I mean, I can't get enough of those videos either. Yeah. Uh, him and his son, Tiger and his son, Charlie. Uh, yeah, it was, it's awesome. The mannerisms and everything yeah. that they just share is incredible to watch and see. And I think we're going to see a lot of Charlie Woods in the future. Absolutely. So, so what's what's uh, big for you? Well, yeah. Like I a mean, new I, Travis Scott poster or something like yeah, that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows? No, I, I am getting a little older now. So it's not like video games or anything like it used to be. Yeah. So I, I'm big into uh, the uh, smart lighting now. Oh, yeah, all right. So I'm going to try and get a few of those like bars that you can change to all different types of lights and yeah. colors and all stuff right. like that. So okay. that's the main thing I'm asking for. All right. Kind of, kind of boring, but also it'll, it'll be cool when it's set up. I think. Hey, hey, to each his own. I think it sounds good. Is it the ones, is it the bars that you could put behind your TV? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, that is not boring. I'll tell you that right now. Dude, that's listen, that's an experience. There's You're going to be watching that Super Bowl championship with the Browns I, and all these lights are orange yeah, lights. Can, I'm going to get, hopefully, get two. And so maybe I can do one brown light, one orange light. Oh, come on. Brown light? Does that really put out much? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll have to take a look. Maybe just go all orange. Just a tip. Just a tip. 16,000 colors to choose from. Maybe just brown and white. I mean, that way it gets a little bright. Hey, if you need help setting it up, I'll help you set it up. Start getting ready for that championship uh, celebration for the brownies. Trying to, like I said, try to get the vaccine before we win the Super Bowl. I'd love to. I'd love to. Like, I don't, honestly, this is going to sound bad. I don't know if it's going to (laughs) matter. Browns win the Super Bowl. I don't know if it's going to matter. Yeah, that's uh, another sp- – yeah, well, we don't have to worry about that <laughs> we'll for a while. Yeah, but... we'll deal with that when it comes around. Yeah, yeah. I'll be sure. wearing a hazmat suit down uh, East 4th Street. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And and look, I uh, – you know, and then we'll wrap this up with the holidays and everything. Had uh, had first basketball tournament call yesterday. So, yeah. you know, we're going to get through the holiday, get through uh, this year that has been unlike any other and turn the page to 2021 and – um, you know, look, looking forward already to uh, putting things together for our basketball tournament. We talk all podcasts long about how much we love championships. And we we're on this last last week about um, or we we're on this last year, I should say, about, you know, putting things together and, and basketball championship. And so to already be talking about that, he'll um, be here before we know it. I know. And it's, it's crazy that when that comes, it's going to be a year since this whole thing went down and that's going to be significant for, I think both you and me, I mean, it's just, it's just going to be different and that's just how it's going to be. I don't think we ever thought that it would take this long and and last this long, but here we are and it's something we have to adapt to. So it'll be, it'll be definitely fun, hopefully to have our basketball tournament back. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've adapted so far and, and so have our teams again, going back to the football, just the way that everyone adapted and got through a, a championship game and, you know, ball state played all seven of those games and are looking to, towards a bowl game along with Buffalo. And, uh, you know, it's really good to see, and I'm excited to sit back and watch some bowl games. So, um, with that to everyone, I uh, hope you have a happy holiday and, uh, let's get some action. Get some action.